Welcome to the One Body, One Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wan, lifestyle physical therapist. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and click that subscribe button so that way you never miss out on any of these episodes. And at the same time, if you do enjoy this, please leave us a review. I greatly appreciate if you can help grow this group and share it with more people so that way other people can benefit from the content that I'm going to be putting out every week on Wednesday. Today, I'll be talking about how to alleviate work-related stress, anxiety, and pain using my four-step process. If you're somebody that deals with a lot of stress or you're always feeling like you're always on the clock, and as a result of your stress, you often feel tired, lethargic, or you're at pain sitting at the computer, this is going to be a podcast episode that you're going to listen to time and time again because I'm going to share with you four key steps that you can do in order to alleviate that stress. So I call it the DOMS break. And you're probably wondering, well, DOMS, that's actually delayed onset muscle soreness. What are you talking about, Dr. J? And so I coined what I call the DOMS break. So many of us feel like uh, a lot of times when we take our breaks, we're always using it strictly just to reset ourselves. And the version of how we reset ourselves is some people either take naps in their car, Some people will either just get onto their phones and scroll social media. Realistically, these, while they can get our mind off of work-related things, it's not the most conducive or the most productive. And you want something that's really going to be effective. You want your break to feel so good and so energizing that actually alleviates your mood. It gives you better energy and it could alleviate the pain from your body. So DOMS, D-O-M-S, stands for detached, outside, motion, and social. And let me break that down for you. So number one, detach. Many people, when they are either a practitioner, clinician, an engineer, regardless of what it is, we often feel that during our break, we're still actually at work. Okay. And it doesn't mean that we're actually in the work environment. It's just that we're thinking about what's the next thing I have to do. Okay. I have this project deadline. Should I get this done? Should I get this done? Realistically, that keeps us in high alert. It keeps us in a very sympathetic state, which means that we're always in fight or flight. We want something that's going to keep us more of in a parasympathetic state, which is going to help us to rest and digest. So how I do my doms break is I want to do something that completely detaches myself from any work-related activity. This does not mean mindlessly scrolling social media. There are a lot of different better strategies that you can use to completely detach from work. And if you do detach from work, then you're giving your brain a chance to rest. You're less chances of getting headaches or chronic tension in your neck or lower back. So you do want to make sure that, hey, create those boundaries. I used to work just time and time again, work through my breaks. Whenever I was at break, I was constantly like doing social media stuff. I was working in my business. I was eating, but I was also like, you know, looking for what I should do for my clients. So it wasn't a good quality of life because when I took those breaks, my mind was still thinking about work. And when that happens, that leads to burnout. So detaching from work is number one. Number two, outside. You need to get outside. Now, if you're somebody that lives in a cold environment, totally understand, but there are still ways to get good air, uh, to get good breathing in, and also to get good sunlight. So if you didn't know, is that many of us, as you're even watching or listening to this podcast right now, 
you're probably not even breathing right. You know, maybe you're just breathing enough just to stay alive, but you're not actually breathing in good air. Getting it out, getting outside actually gets a new environment. Sometimes it creates a new stimulus in our brains that actually can dramatically improve our mood. If you didn't know the benefits of sunlight, obviously in moderation, sunlight helps to reduce bad LDL, so it reduces bad cholesterol. It also converts cholesterol into vitamin D, so it actually gets better. Um, we actually get more energy as a result of that. And not just that, but the more time that we spend in the sun, we're actually going to secrete more serotonin, serotonin towards our brain. So that means that we're actually alleviating our mood when we're out in the sun. And guess what happens when we spend more time in the sun? That serotonin that, that we've gained actually gets converted to melatonin later. So when we get at least a 15, 30, or even an hour break outside, or let's say you take your lunch outside, that can be extremely beneficial towards your sleep quality, which then sets you up for the next day, having better sleep, gaining much better energy uh, as a result of sleep, and you wake up feeling a lot more refreshed. So you're not going to work dreading work or going to work feeling stiff or lethargic. So getting outside, there are so many benefits outside of that, right? When you're outside and you're either talking with people or you're completely detaching from work, that can be extremely beneficial for our overall mental health as well. So many people are actually going through more mental uh, disorders be as a result of working from home. So it's actually been proven that people that are working from home are starting to gain are, are starting to undergo more work-related stress and anxiety because we can't separate ourselves from work and our home or our family life. So getting outside will create more of those boundaries. All right. So number three, motion. Now motion, obviously, as a physical therapist, I am all about getting more motion into our bodies. Now you don't have to wait for your break. Obviously, at, when you're at your computer, you can think about for every few emails that I write, I'm going to do perform some sort of movement. But at the same time, if let's say you're undergoing some really big projects, you still want to think about when I take that break, I want to be outside, but I also want to gain more movement. Because if you've been sitting still from 8 to 11 a.m., or let's say you've been sitting still from 8 to 12 p.m., you want to make sure that you balance it out by getting a good amount of motion, whether that's walking or getting motion back into the areas of stiffness. So if you have neck pain, getting in some stretches or some strengthening exercises for your neck, you got to get in that motion because your life literally depends on it. If we spend 30 to 40% of our life at work, we want to make sure that work doesn't become the thing that creates a lot of chronic ailments and disease later on in the future. So movement, I can't stress that enough. It shouldn't just be a part of your break. It should literally be a part of your life and movement should be a part of your everyday work setting. So I like to create things like habit stacks. So for example, if I know that I'm going to get onto a client call, so my program, the Pain Free Academy, I'm on a client call and I'm talking with them. So Every time I press the red end button on my Zoom call, I'm going to perform XYZ stretches. So I always perform foam rolling followed by a couple different exercises because if I see, let's say, four clients in a day, I guarantee that I got at least motion in four times a day at my work. I didn't wait till the end of the day to get into movement or to get in some stretches when my body's already feeling really bad. 
I got in enough movement at work during my break so that when I'm off work, I feel refreshed. I don't feel half as bad as I usually do. Okay. So number three is motion. The last one is being social. As much as many people think that they're completely 100% introverted, extroverted, the reality is, is that actually all of us are actually ambiverts. There is nobody that's 100% ambivert. means that even though you're introverted, we still rely on social behavior. Even though, let's say you're on social media, hey, if you're looking through other people's stuff and you're gaining and you're getting influenced by it, or you're liking it, you're commenting, you're still socializing. So at the end of the day, socializing, ideally being away from a computer is best. If you can't and you're completely isolated, getting on a phone call with somebody or let's say texting while walking outside. I mean, you can still get in that movement, get in outside, but also be texting or webcamming or FaceTiming somebody. So you get in that social interaction. If you don't get in that social interaction, which I actually did when I first started my business, constantly just on on Zoom calls with my clients, constantly just building out stuff for my business, I really wasn't separating myself, so not detaching at all, but I wasn't being social. So I isolated myself from my friends, my family. I was like, I'm going to build this business. But that actually got me into a state of depression. My neck pain started coming back. So as a result of not socializing, that led to a lot of depression and anxiety and also depression anxiety, very strongly correlated with chronic pain as well. So getting in that social behavior, ideally, if you have like a, a spouse or a kid, interacting with people in person, hugging, getting in the touching and feeling and actually being with people in person, that is most ideal. And if you can't get that, at least getting onto a phone call, webcamming people, that is at least second best. All right. So number one is detaching from work. Number two is getting outside. Number three is getting in movement at all costs, like your life literally depends on it. And number four is social interaction. All right. So hopefully you found that helpful and that can be a good thing to help you get in those DOMS breaks. Doesn't have to be once a day, can be one to three times a day. But hopefully the DOMS break will be something that you can remember forever, at least until the day you retire. So that way, by the end of retirement, you're feeling more refreshed because you've incorporated more DOMS break into your day. So if you found this helpful, definitely leave a review and don't forget to subscribe, but also feel free to share this on Instagram and also other social media profiles. I'm very prevalent with the name Flex with Dr. J. If you can share this, uh, share the audio or share this onto your social media platforms, I would greatly appreciate that. And I'll see you on the next Wednesday podcast.